Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm so excited to be here with you today for this invigorating and thought-provoking conversation. This is our very first podcast, and we're excited. Tuesday, we dropped our introduction, letting you know we were coming Gave you a little snippet about what the podcast was all about, but we have arrived. We are here. As you all know, I created this podcast to uplift and embrace women of all walks. We want to explore the ideas, thoughts, hopes, dreams, aspirations, fears, doubts, disappointments, challenges, and desires of our Black women. It is crucial for us to have this platform to give voice and credence to the issues plaguing us today, especially in a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood. So if we continue to silence our voices because of the systems and dysfunctions, the disappointments, the shame, the hurt, the guilt, how we grew up in life, the bad breakups, whatever life has thrown our way, God only knows whatever else we suffer in silence. We will remain in our present conditions. Remember, ladies, you cannot heal what you will not confront. So join me as I initiate authentic conversations on everything from health to social issues. We want to be real in acknowledging and healing the things of the past. We want to be raw here. We want to create a safe space where Black women can just be. The mission is to create avenues and space to let down your guard. Bottom line, we want it to be valuable information for you to take, use, change every trajectory of your life. Whenever you listen to the podcast, wherever you listen from, if you in your car driving home or you're on your way to work, you're in the tub, you're in the shower, just got home, we want those aha moments. We want this to be an opportunity for you to start those hard conversations with your girls regarding healing and loving and pouring into your Black sister. We give voice today with the hope that listeners will glean a better understanding into other women and themselves, that they see things with a new set of lenses and be more empathetic toward their sister and not hateful. We can relate to some of the things in this message. Some will receive it and some won't, and that's okay. It's not for everybody. We pray to God that those that will receive it will get a hundredfold better in understanding and success in life, home, and careers than when they started listening and on this journey with us. We all have some t-shirts hanging in the closet. I always have a little saying that I use. The only difference between me and you is you know about mine and I don't know about yours. Some of us are more transparent than others. You have to understand that your mess is a message to someone else. God gives us gifts to give away, not keep. Even the trials that he allows us to go through is for somebody else so that they can know, hey, she made it. Okay, I can do this too. If she did it, I can do it. So this podcast is important on so many levels for so many reasons. 
Black women are often subjected to the stereotype that has been painted against us as angry, aggressive, overly emotional, too independent, too mean, too strong, too harsh. You put a two in front of it and just and put a name on it. Unfortunately, that's what they have ascribed to us on average. So we have to navigate some very, very difficult waters to get to the other side of that, to get to the success, to get that respect, to be who we authentically are. We have to change the narrative of what they think about us, as well as what we think about ourselves and each other. And that's why I think it's fitting that we dive into this topic with you today. Imagine a world where Black women lift each other up and celebrate one another's successes and accomplishments instead of tearing each other down. That's what we're going to explore in this episode today. Today's topic is why can't Black women celebrate other Black women? Let me say that again for the ones in the back. Why can't Black women celebrate other Black women? So we can, let's start this off and acknowledge that elephant in the room. The truth is, Black women are often pitted against each other in ways that can be deeply harmful. It's also important to recognize that it's not just something that happens to Black women. This is to women in general. They are often pitted against each other also. Have you ever wondered why, despite our shared experiences and struggles, Black women often struggle to celebrate and uplift each other? And that's what we want to do today, get into this complex issue and uncover some root causes as to why we why we do. Sisters, now in order for us to know our value and our worth, we have to be secure in who we are and whose we are. The Bible says in Psalms 139, 14, I praise you. Because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And if we know that and believe that, then we can stand on the promises of God that what he just said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So if we know these things, we can't have hatred in our heart for our sisters and claim to be women of worth and value. That that is why this is a much needed discussion. We have to get out of that eye rolling, she ain't, and yes, I said ain't, on my level mentality that, oh, she's beneath me mentality. Come on now. It's only going to hold you back from God's best for your life. You want God to bless you, but you can't be happy for your sister. Your time coming, it's not always about you. It can't be. Just because somebody else's light shines doesn't mean yours going to go out. Everybody have their day. Uh, Just know that. So from systemic and cultural factors causing issues such as discrimination and prejudice to internalized challenges, we'll delve deep into the reasons behind this. We want to take a look at history, at the history of Black women's relationships with each other and how this has evolved over time. The impact of societal expectations and cultural norms on our relationships And internalized issues and past traumas also play a role. We live in a world where society has created a scarcity mindset, where only a few of us succeed. 
this leads to black women feeling like they have to be in competition with each other instead of working together to support and uplift each other. On the one hand, social media is a powerful tool for black women to connect, to share our experiences and support each other. But on the other hand, social media is just the flat out devil. It's also a source of negativity with many black women tearing each other down and engaging in cyberbullying. So we have societal expectations. We got cultural norms. We got social media being thrown at us. And with those cultural norms on our relationships and how it, it has a negative effect on our negative and positive effect on these factors, that leads to that self-doubt, that jealousy, that insecurity. And, you know, so when you have that, it's going to always cause you to look at a woman a different kind of way because you're looking at the things on the inside of you and you're looking at her thinking that you're not measuring up. But you got to you got to be careful what yardstick you use. Everybody's yardstick ain't the same either now. You can't measure your life to someone else because your gifts are not theirs and theirs are not yours. And the Bible tell y'all it's a danger in comparing yourselves. So we want to get into all of that, but we also want to highlight some of the successful examples of black women actually coming together to support each other and discuss how we can all work together promoting unity and celebration within our community. So let's let's get into that. So imagine with me, y'all, a scene for a moment. It's a beautiful day, and you at your gathering with your girls, hanging out with your girls, all your closest friends. You look around and you see number love and support. You feel empowered, inspired, just feel love. Now, flip the script. Let's contrast that. Change the scene to where Black women are not supporting each other, but instead tearing each other down. You sitting at the table gossiping about another sister. Prime example, she just got a new car. She got a new boo or a new promotion. It's going to always be that one person, that one person that has something negative to throw in the mix. Girl, you know he cheating on her. What? <laughs> you know she only got that promotion because of X, Y, Z. You know she living beyond her means. She can't even afford that car note. I don't know why she bought it. You don't even have a house yet. Now you got to park that BMW at the apartment complex. Come on now. It's a sad and lonely scene. And it's not a world that many of us want to live in. You big mad. You need to stop. And that's the problem that we have. So those are some internal issues that we haven't delved into or we hadn't gotten healed from. And it's okay to not be healed. Just don't, you know, bleed on somebody else because they didn't cut you. So you got to be mindful that when you're out there looking, you got to look what's within. And some of us, because we can't heal um, from those things, we don't want to um, acknowledge that it's there. No, that's there. And so... Um, that's the problem when we're trying to deal with lifting up our uh, sisters. We can't lift them up because we can't lift up and take out what's inside of us to start that trend. Black women, though, have always been a powerful force in our community. But our relationships with each other has been shaped by many different factors over time, from slavery and segregation to the civil rights movement and beyond. 
If we start at slavery, Black women were forced to work together, but often had limited opportunities to form close relationships or support networks. But despite this, they managed to find ways to bond with each other and provide support in the face of difficult circumstances. They formed secret societies, y'all. They shared communal spaces. They created traditions to pass down from generation to generations. Moving forward to the civil rights movement, Black women played a crucial role in organizing and advocating for change. But their contributions were often overlooked and undervalued. Now, this lack of recognition and support from society and even from within the Black community contributed to the eroding of the relationships and support networks among Black women. In recent years, there have been a resurgence of Blacks coming together to support each other, from grassroots organizations to social media movements, to Black women forming new networks and alliances to empower each other and celebrate their achievements. It's important to acknowledge that despite the progress, there are still challenges that we face in forming strong relationships and support networks with each other. Due to this internalized issues like jealousy and competition, due to that lack of representation and opportunities for us in society. Along with the systemic issues, we know the prejudice and the discrimination continue to impact us as well. But when there are limited spaces for Black women to shine, or let me say when they think there are limited spaces, we often see competition and envy emerge among us instead of compliments. We compete, you know. So this contributes to mistrust, division amongst us. And furthermore, society, their standards and expectations often place us in competing categories too. Light skin versus dark skin, educated versus uneducated, or successful versus not successful, further perpetuating division and competition amongst us. So we have to acknowledge all these things in order for us to move toward working towards creating an inclusive and equitable opportunity for Black women and actively challenge the discrimination and prejudice that we face. So we got to take some steps to overcome this and celebrate each other. And this involves having these open and honest conversations about our experiences, actively lifting each other up and showing support and working toward creating spaces where we can thrive. If we confront this head on, we can break down barriers that have been holding us back for so long to make us stronger and more supportive together. So we want to get into that. Um, I know you've heard of the hashtag Black Girl Magic, hashtag Black Girl Supporting Black Women. That Black Girl Magic, the little Black Mermaid, what were those little kids saying? She looks like me. So they can identify that. And that's that magic to let them know, oh, she's doing it. They didn't say, why am I not up there? No, she looks like me. The innocence of a child. And that child has no thought to competition or anything as far as that's concerned. So if we can suffer ourselves like the little children, I think we'll be a whole lot better in a lot of uh, better positions um, than we are right now. So... um, Another issue with social media, it reinforces that beauty standard, the notion that we should compete with each other so we get flooded with images and videos that promote a narrow standard of beauty. 
And that contributes to a lack of self-esteem and that negative body image among black women, uh, which I'll call it BBL, uh, a, a BB something. Everybody want to go get a butt lift. Uh, yeah, BBL, Brazilian butt lift. Everybody want to go get a little snatched waist. And you have these waist trainers on where you can barely breathe with oxygen because <laughs> you're too busy trying to be lift. But you ugly on the inside. You still tore up on the inside. I don't care how much you try to fix the outside. That inside is garbage. And that's the part we have to work on because that beauty emanates from inside out. So we have to be mindful, say, Lord, change me from the inside out, not the outside in, because I can, you, you're broken still, but I look good. But it doesn't help what we got going on when we see our sister in the gym and she posting a picture on Facebook. She in the gym working it out and sister banging everywhere. And as the men call her thicker than a snicker and you mad because you still got that baby fat from them three years, uh, three kids from 30 years ago. No, you just got to work on it, sis. You just got to discipline yourself to come out of that shell and want to. How about us want to like, man, I could be like that instead of hating what she has. But you don't know if there's a medical issue there. You don't know if she was told something or she could just simply be tired of what she sees when she passed the mirror. So you have to be cognizant when we're out here and we're throwing those rocks and hiding our hands when we hating so much on our sister due to some internal things or due to some things that happen in our past that we have not healed from or we hadn't let go and we still holding on to. You can hold on to so much to where it tell you up on the inside that you can't recover. And that's not a good place to be. So you want to make sure that we we don't promote that narrow standard of beauty, that narrow standard of success that I'm measured by what I have, what I'm driving, that materialistic side of us. And in that image that you see that woman who has worked so hard grinding out three and four jobs and she want to treat herself to something in the day she treats herself, you got a problem with it because you're still dealing with some um, soul ties, some other things that you got going on on the inside of you that you can't release yourself from. We're also portrayed in a negative light even by men. Amongst men, we're loud, we, we emasculate, we will tear a man down, uh, a man down. We won't support our brothers, we won't lift them up. Some won't, let me say that because I, that the devil is a lie and that's not across the board. But we also have to be careful and mindful of that. There's a negative light that's portrayed on black women that we don't know our place, that we're too independent. That, you know, and you'll hear the, the kids nowadays, oh, I don't need a man. Yeah, you do. You, you do. You need someone in your life. Um, and it's a sad place to be to think that your money is your only security blanket to life, that you don't want to have anyone in your life to grow old with, that you can enjoy life with. Um, we don't need a man that can just come in from time to time. You really don't. That's just my opinion. And I'm a party of one. So while we face these challenges, we want to get into some examples um, and, and to celebrating each other. So let's get into that. 
the rise of Black-owned businesses, entrepreneur ventures. Um, that's fueled black, by Black women supporting and investing in each other. So we can do a whole lot through crowdfunding campaigns, mentorship programs. We can do a lot to assist our sisters when they're trying to come up. Because remember, when you're trying, somebody got to come and assist you as well. So again, let's put those dollars where those dollars are. The Black community, they say that dollar may go around once or twice. You put it in any other place, that dollar going to change hands a hundredfold before it come back to us because we don't want, oh no, I'm not going to help her. Oh no, I'm not buying that from her. You ain't buying it from her because you don't want to see her come up. You don't want to see your sister doing good because you didn't come up with this, that idea. That ain't your measure. God didn't give you that gift. God didn't put that in your mind. So the reason y'all mad and you shouldn't be, that's not what God imparted for you to have. And there's a danger in that. So when we do this, we want to make sure that um, we realize that sometimes that those things are more internal than we know. Some of those things that date back to somebody telling you you were stupid, you were ugly, you weren't good enough in your childhood and things like that. So a lot of times these things come from the inside. And so I just want to encourage us to, in order for us to accomplish this mission, in order for us to get where we're trying to go, we are going to have to learn to work that thing out. We need some uh, mantras. We need some meditation. We need some affirmations. You are beautiful. You are lovely. Girl, you got this. Sis, you can do this. Your time is coming. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You'll lend to many nations. We are those Proverbs 31 women. And we're going to work that thing. We're going to work the field. We're going to come back in. And we're going to be mindful and respectful of each other. We're going to glean together. And that's what, I'm, that's what our mindset should be about. Not tearing each other down. Not turning over with that old uh, side eye looking at her crazy because you don't have the body she has or you don't have a man she has or you don't have the kind of car she has. Your time coming. And if your time done, that wasn't for you anyway. Half the time we do things and we hate on things that wasn't ever meant to come our way anyway. And we'll suffer in silence because of that, because we got that bitter root that we let come into our heart that stops us from everything that God is trying to do and we can't see the forest for the trees because we're too busy hating on what the next person looked like. But if you concentrated and focused on yourself more than you focused on her, you'll be so much amazed at how much life changes and transforms. You are so much better than what you think you are. You are so much more than what society says that you are. We are not what they call us. Bishop, I always say it ain't what they uh call you. It's what you answer. I know who I am and I know whose I am. I know my name and I know what I'm capable of. And I'm my own competition. The only competition Kim has is the Kim of yesterday or 30 minutes ago. So when you put your foot to the plow, to go and just to make sure that you're doing you and only you, you don't have time to look on the side of you. You don't have time to look behind you. You only have time to do what you have to do. 
So in conclusion, we want to make sure that while we face challenges in celebrating and supporting each other, we also want to turn that around and celebrate and celebrate our sisters. We want to embrace our sisters. Um, so we want to leave some concluding thoughts, I do, and some recommendations for, for promoting unity and celebration within the Black community. And first and foremost, I want to <laughs> say that it's important to acknowledge that there's no one size fit all solution to promoting this now. There's not. There's some steps we can take to make a positive impact, but there's no one size fit all because everybody have to deal with their things internally and on a personal level themselves because we don't know what everybody is going through. And we don't know what brought us to this juncture in our lives to where we haven't healed fully from it, but much prayer, much power that we pray our sisters through this. So even in lifting our sisters up, I think it's good. First and foremost, one of the first thing that we can do is pray and ask God to move that thing from us. We can also ask him to show us what's in our heart, what's stopping us from moving and progressing, what's stopping us from not being able to celebrate our sister and ask him to move that from you and to fill your heart with some love and to fill it with that peace because a peace of mind is better than anything. You'll wear yourself out trying to compete with somebody else when it ain't your gift in the first place. And that's why when we wonder and think about our purpose, when you think of purpose and you're purpose-driven, you have to always be mindful and reminded that what's that thing that burns so deeply inside of you that you can't stop thinking about, that you go to bed with, that you wake up with? And if it ain't doing hair like her, then you know you're just mad for no reason. If hair ain't in your head to be, to, not in your head, but if hair ain't on your mind all day, every day, stop being mad at her because she getting paid for those bundles that you paying your money to, to have her put on your head anyway. So if that's not your calling, that's not your calling. So um, we, the first thing we probably need to do outside of that, the first thing we know is to pray. Number one is to pray. And to ask God into your heart to to move those things and to identify that is where those issues are. Second, we need to practice self-reflection and introspection. This means we need to take a step back and examine our biases towards other Black women so we can unlearn. And that goes hand in hand with prayer. So we can unlearn those negative beliefs and attitudes that may be hindering our ability to celebrate and support other black women. That's number two. Another recommendation is to seek out opportunities to uplift her and support them. Use your social media platforms to promote other black women's businesses and their careers and initiatives. Or volunteer your time and resources to support a black woman, uh, women's led organization and cause. Like this one, sisters, you have value. And what we're doing is trying to bring that cause to fruition to let you know you are valued beyond measure. You don't have to measure up to another woman. You measure up to yourself to know that, hey, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm a child of the most high God. I'm the head and not the tail. He got me. I'm going to lift my sister up because I know as long as I support her, God's coming my way. It's going to come. So we can create mentorship programs, actively seek out any kind of opportunity. And we need to hold everybody accountable 
in promoting this diversity and inclu inclusion. So even on your job, hold your job accountable so that you they can promote that so that we can all work together to do this um, and just recognize the power of community and solidarity and promoting this. So um, again, number one, pray. Two, practice that self-inflection and seek out those opportunities uh, to uplift and support our women. Look within to see what we got going on in our heart because we know these are heart matters. These are conditions of the heart that we have to work out. So I challenge every sister beginning today to embrace your sister, lift her up. When you see somebody doing well, shout them out, support them, and know your time is coming. God's timing is the best timing. Stop trying to get ahead of him. I can tell you one thing I do, one thing for certain too, for sure. If I see you, I'm going to make you roll that window down because <laughs> I got to tell you how bad that ride is. If you're looking good, I'm going to tell you how good you look. I don't care because you don't, I'm not in competition with you. So let me keep it that way. I'm not in competition. I'm my own competition. Uh, celebrate your sister, love on her. And not just your friend, even your enemies, in spite of. And know one thing, we are stronger together than we are apart. We are stronger together than we are alone. And I salute you. I celebrate you. And I hope that this podcast brought some thought-provoking things into your life. Uh, regarding lifting our sisters up so that we can go forward with this movement and to remember that um, your time coming, your time may have already arrived, but it does not hurt to lift your sister up. We don't know what they're going through, y'all. We don't know what they're experiencing. They could have lost somebody. It could be something tragedy, tragic. Um, I'm sorry, but so just remember, people are going through. And in these days and times, they need all the support they can get. And you might be that, just that one, each one, reach one, reach back and pull somebody else up with you. You never know what she might do for you 20, 30 years, 10 years, five years down the line. You might need that same sister in a transaction to make your business boom. So always remember, um, you ain't the end all be all. You can't be it. It's always somebody prettier. It's always somebody finer. But we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are God's image. We are just who we're supposed to be at this time of where we're supposed to be at this time in our lives. And I think if we all know and understand that, this makes the journey so much better, which I thought this song Unity was so fitting for the topic as well. So, sis, I salute you. Um, if you think the message helps any leave us a review, give us a like, follow us. Um, we're on all platforms and we're excited. And this is just the beginning and there's so much more. We're going to have so much more for you. So thank you for tuning in today and have the rest of a wonderful evening.